VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hi, everyone. This episode was recorded live at Comic-Con. And before we get into it, just a few things. Wanted to first thank those of you who were able to come so much. Seeing you there was incredible. It was so, so cool. You were so supportive and wonderful and kind. And we just can't even put into words how unbelievably grateful we are for all of you. And a little note about the audio. This was recorded live, so the audio quality may sound a bit different than what you're used to. And the first few minutes of the audio got a little bit wonky. So our apologies for that. Hopefully it does not get in the way of your enjoyment of the episode. We had so, so much fun doing this. Hopefully we'll get to do more things like it in the future. Um, But until then, and without further ado, please enjoy the episode. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Chucky in particular, I feel like 
He's cute. Everyone pretty cute. Were I tried to dress as him. I thought he was hot. <laughs> no. Because of, of Pennywise. Famously, no. I love Pennywise. And they kind of... She loves a redhead. Um, <laughs> I... No, I think... I Look, you only see the picture of him being really gross and creepy with, like, the scars and, like... And he's... When he's just a little regular doll at the beginning, he's pretty cute. I, I like, get it. No sexual awakening, like, with Casper, though. That's not happening. <laughs> no. <laughs> sure. It's completely different situation. Um, should we talk about some trivia? Let's yes. do some trivia. Okay, great. So we got a 72% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 58% on Metacritic, and a 6.6 on IMDb. Between a 6 and a 7? Great, it's a 6.6. Pretty standard. Nine million budget, and made 44.2 million in the box office. So not bad. I'm curious to know the cumulative gross of all the Chucky things. I, I, but it just keeps going and going. I think I know it off the top of my head. What? <laughs> Killers, Charles Manson, Lee Harvey Oswald, and James Earl Ray. Genius touch there. Um, okay, this is one of my favorite ones. It took 11 different people to control Chucky with a different person handling each part of his body, from his legs to his eyebrows. I feel like that comes across. It, I, it looks really good! I mean, the world of practical effects is infinitely more interesting than the world of special effects. Yeah, I mean, that is crazy. 11 people from one of the dolls? I love behind the dolls. So where were they all? Yeah, where were they located? Where were all of them? It's like Sesame Street and Muppets. Yeah. They're like down below somewhere. Yeah. Oh, down below. Yeah, they're all <laughs> down below. Yeah. Um, okay, a couple more. Ed Gale, an actor with dwarfism, was hired to play Chucky for the fire scene. Since he was around 30% taller than the doll, the filmmakers created a living room stage that was 30% bigger. A lot, of, a lot of effort there. Love that. Um, unfortunately, while filming the scene, uh, they set him on fire. Oh my god! <laughs> so that's that is unfortunate. If only they put as much effort into not setting him on fire. <laughs> um, Ooh, yeah. Oh well. Some casting what ifs um, for Chucky. These are great. Uh, John Lithgow was considered. Oh. <laughs> Gary Oldman. Also considered. A very serious actor. Uh, and Jessica Walters. Uh, they actually did record Jessica Walters reading some of Chucky's lines, but they did not use them. So funny. I want to hear those. I do too. But Brad Dorf is great. Yeah. Um, great casting there. Okay, last one. Uh, despite his reputation as a hater of all things horror, our boy Raj, Roger Ebert, he gave a positive review to this film. <laughs> wow. Shocking. <laughs> I'm excited to hear about it. I have no idea what happens. Does he come alive? <laughs> no, but 11 people move his little dead corpse around. <laughs> um, no, I mean, should, should we get it? Clap if you want to hear the movie. <laughs> okay, Henry, you ready? I'm ready. We open on the nighttime. 
nighttime streets of Chicago. We're in the middle of a gunfight. The gun sound effects are true, like little lasers, like pew, pew, pew. It's some of the wildest gun sound effects I've ever heard. We see a cop in a big, big turtleneck sweater running through the streets of Chicago shooting, trying to get this guy. He says to his partner, I got the strangler, I got him. We see the strangler getting away, and we see his getaway van leave him behind. Uh -huh. He goes, Eddie, no! Leaves him behind. So he's stranded, uh -oh. runs into, shoots his way into a closed toy store. Gets in the toy store. Cop gets in. It's a real cat and mouse. We're hiding. We're trying to find each other. He ends up, the strangler ends up getting shot in the chest. So he's, he actually says, oh my God, I'm dying. Um, <laughs> so he, he is not going to make it out of this one, but he's still eluding capture. He starts crawling through this toy store. He keeps saying, I got to find somebody. I got to find somebody. What do I do? What do I do? I got, <laughs> oh no, no. Um, I got to find somebody. And he has a, he topples way huger than any human ever has into a stack of good guys dolls. Uh -huh. These are the dolls that you know which doll I'm talking about. <laughs> and pulls them to the ground and he has this moment where he looks into the eyes of this doll and sort of goes like, hmm. And this could work. I said I gotta find somebody, but this this doll work. This could be fun. And he grabs the doll with his bloody hands out of the case and puts his hands on him and starts chanting an incantation. Oh, I was so thrown by the, I was really not expecting <laughs> this opening scene. This opening scene. I don't know how I thought Chucky came to be, but it was not this. It was not this. <laughs> it was, and I'm with you on that. I didn't think it was this either. Um, and he puts his hands on the doll and he starts saying this incantation and the sky turns dark and big clouds are coming and lightning is striking. This toy store, Gorgeous, has a big beautiful glass ceiling <laughs> like it's completely stunning we see lightning above the ceiling the cops looking around he still doesn't for some reason know where the guy is even though he's been laying on the ground chanting uh, but he's still moving through the toy store trying to find him and lightning strikes through the glass ceiling shatters the glass ceiling explodes the toy store <laughs> fire all the windows blow out the dust settles the cop unscathed. <laughs> hey, who needs yeah, Barbie? Who needs Barbie? Who needs Oppenheimer? We got dolls and explosions. <laughs> we, got, we got dolls and explosions. Right it's here, happening baby. right here. For those movies, who cares? <laughs> um, and that's cut too. Mm -hmm. A cute little kid, probably what six? I think eight? they tell us that he's six, but eight's a great guy. It's a great guy. <laughs> six. Um, my first thought is this kid is abandoned. Um, he's making himself breakfast, watching. Uh, he's like pouring a massive bowl of cereal with a mountain of uh, sugar on top, and he's watching the Good Guys TV show. And he sees a commercial for the Good Guys doll, which is the doll that we saw. This commercial. I don't have time to get into it. It's completely insane. Um, it looks like it, the guy. And I think you should leave. It's like, know what you're doing before you come out here. It's like a good guy version of that. Anyway, I talked about it even though I said I wouldn't. And he wants the good guy's doll. That's the commercial. And we go and we realize it's his birthday. He says his mom comes out, gives him his presents. 
doesn't get a good guy stall. It's his birthday. He's making his own breakfast. Well, it's too early. I had a question. He's making his mom breakfast in bed on his birthday. (laughs) This kid works too hard. (laughs) I was a little confused by that. She also is pretty pissed that he wakes her up. She's like, oh, it's 6.30. It's his birthday. 6.30. As a parent. Reasonable. Pretty reasonable. She's a single mom. Let's cut her some slack. Wait, is this the mom, the mom? Is this the mom from 7th Heaven? This is the mom from 7th Heaven. Great, great, great. Okay. This, and, and now I know what you mean when you say the mom. Yes, it's the mom. <laughs> it's the TV mom. And it's his birthday, but he doesn't get the good guy set, uh, doll. He just gets a little tool set, and he's sad. Oh. So at work Probably that morning... More work. More work for him. Tool set. That's uh, fair. He's working yeah. so hard. <laughs> this kid does nothing but work. Um, at work, her, her work, uh, her friend runs in and says, a guy, there's a peddler in the alley selling a good guy's doll. So she runs out, buys the good guy's doll, from a peddler because I've been thinking like this doll has got to have bloody handprints all over it like we know it's the doll we saw him put bloody hands on this doll doll's clean I guess the peddler cleaned it off Um, and but when the mom goes back into work her boss gets mad at her for leaving tells her you're going to have to work tonight so her friend says I'll babysit no problem okay what could go wrong? There's going to be a problem. There's going to be a problem. So that night we see, Aunt, oh, the kid's name is Andy, by the way. Cute. And he's so cute. And he's really good in this, I thought. He's pretty cute. There were moments where I was like, I don't know if I'm buying it. And then, <laughs> and then he sold me. And then he sold me. Um, the child also, the real life child, working very hard. Working yeah, a job. Yeah. Too much. Kids shouldn't work. Kids should not work. <laughs> Um, but so at home that night, he's playing with his Chucky doll. The doll introduces himself. Hi, I'm Chucky, and I'll be your friend till the end. He's thrilled about it. They're playing with the little tool set. While the news comes on in the background, Chucky turns his little head to watch the news. <laughs> and a news report says that Eddie something, the partner of the strangler, escaped. Eddie Caputo. Sorry, Eddie Caputo. Because <laughs> you forgot. Sorry, partner of serial killer Charles Lee Ray escaped from the <laughs> prison or something. Um, and yeah. the, more on the 9 o'clock news. It's time for Andy to go to bed. And Andy says, Chucky says he wants to watch the 9 o'clock news. <laughs> Chucky wants to watch the 9 o'clock news. And so Aunt Maggie, who's his mom's friend who's babysitting, is like, oh, sure he does. Turns the TV off, put, uh, picks uh, Andy up, puts him in bed, dragging Chucky forcefully along into the bedroom. Shuts the door. Time for bed. She's cleaning up in the kitchen. Here's the news come on. Walks over there. Chucky is sitting in front of the television. Uh-oh. She grabs Chucky, brings him back into the bed. She says, Andy, I told you you can't put on the news. And you turn the news on and put Chucky in front of it. And he's like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Of course, she doesn't believe him. She says, time for bed. Shuts the door. Goes back out. Some time passes. She's sitting, passing out, the, uh, waiting out the night, babysitting. She is reading a book and watching a movie at the same time. Hey, I feel like I can relate. I do so much stuff while I'm watching mm-hmm. movies. And do you TV. read a book? No, I guess not, but I'm like <laughs> reading full things on my phone. I guess that's true. If it's another screen, it doesn't count. Okay, okay. Fair enough. Um, and so she starts hearing little noises around. She's getting a little creeped out. We, we start to hear little like, like little like pitter-patter of tiny feet, but she turns nothing's there. We hear breathing. It like truly really sounds like a little dog panting. And everywhere she looks, she doesn't see anything. She doesn't see anything. Thinks, oh, I'm just getting myself too worked up. Everything's fine. Turns around, tiny little toy hammer, smacks her in the head, <gasps> knocking her back. She stumbles, she stumbles. She f- grab, grabbing, uh, trying her hardest, 
slams into a window, breaks it, falls to her death. What? That was so fast. The impact is crazy, too. She, like, almost explodes onto a She must be, she must be so strong. She falls hard enough to smash through an apartment window and break a car in half. Wow. (laughs) And I feel like she's only, like, she's a small woman. Third floor in a it's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet, so you get a box of the market's best quality wines however often you'd like for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. But she's like not that high. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a big it's a big crazy death. That night, mom, her, her name her name is Karen. Mom is Karen. Yes, right. Karen. Sounds right. Mm-hmm. She uh, she comes home. Oh my God, Maggie's dead. Uh, uh, this is a whole. She, there's a detective there. The same detective we saw in the turtleneck in the beginning. Oh wow. Okay. Great. He had seen some f- child sized footprints on the counter. In uh, and it, it suspects that it was Andy. She thinks that her six year old son is a murderer, um, and she is not having it. She's like, "Please, I need to be with my son." This was a very traumatic 
thing, which of course, and sends the cops out, and she's sitting with Andy in his room, saying, are you okay? I know that was really scary what happened. Um, and he says, it's, it's okay. Um, I've, I've, got, I've got Chucky. And she's like, oh yeah? Uh, what, what does Chucky say to you? And she's, Chucky told me that his name is Charles Lee Ray, and that, <laughs> oh and that he was sent from heaven by daddy to hang out with me. Ooh. Why did he give his real name? <laughs> it's a great question. It's you a, can put yourself in a doll, but you can't come up with a fake name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, listen, kid. Um, and she says, oh, that's nice. What else does Chucky say? And she says, uh, Andy says, he said that Aunt Maggie was a real bitch who deserved what she got. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the mom says... Andy, that's terrible. Why would you never say that? That's it would be very troubling. It would be in that moment. I would be troubled. And um, <laughs> so he says, "I'm sorry. I won't." She says, "Chucky's just a doll. He's just a doll. Don't make up stories." He goes, "I'm sorry. I won't make up stories anymore." She shuts the door, sends him to bed, and he turns to Chucky. Says, "You were right. She didn't believe me." Oh. Next day at school. Andy, six, mind you, um, is dropped off at school. <laughs> My mom just says, are you sure you're okay? You didn't have any bad dreams about Aunt Maggie? No, you're good to go to school? Okay, see ya. <laughs> uh, drops him off. He's like, that's okay, I got Chucky. And she said, Chucky's just a doll, right? And he says, Chucky's just a doll. Great. We watch her say, okay, goodbye, start walking down the street. He walks in the door, turns around, walks out, walks down the street. I'm like, there are no adults at the door of this elementary school. No. We're just letting kids walk in and out. He walks out. He starts taking Chucky on a tour of Chicago. They take the train together. He's a little child sitting with a little doll, completely unsupervised. Oh uh, I've never been to Chicago. Maybe they don't care about that there. Um, it's the, it's the 80s. 80s. Yeah, it's, it's the 80s. 80s. It's That's 80s. what it is. Anything goes. Anything goes. Um, and he's just walking through town. We see he every now and again he'll like lean over to Chucky like Chucky's whispering in his ear. So we're not hearing any Chucky talk, but they got some going on. So clearly Chucky is navigating him through Chicago. And um, they get to an abandoned building. Um, and Andy says, I got to go. Chucky, you wait here. I got to go take a leak. And he goes off away to go uh, pee in the snow. And when he comes back, Chucky's gone. And we, again, <laughs> we go into this house. There's a lot of rats. Mm, I love mm. rats. <laughs> Um, a lot of cutie little rats crawling around and but we once again the little pitter patter of Chucky feet and (laughs) um, presumably he's just working really hard to like run around in this little doll body yeah and um, we see him turn on it's a tiny little hand turn the gas up in the oven and then once again house explodes what? Pole house explodes. Oh, I should have mentioned an important thing, which is this is the house of his partner who okay. had escaped. Eddie Caputo. Okay. Okay. Eddie Caputo. Sorry, once again. <laughs> Eddie Caputo. Eddie Caputo. Eddie Caputo. I got it. Rest in peace. Um, and so <laughs> the house explodes. Eddie Caputo is dead. Cut to the police station. Now they really suspect this kid <laughs> um, because they found this kid at a, another murder scene. <laughs> so it's the same detective as before. His name is Mike, Detective Norris. Um, Chris Sarandon, who I only know as Prince Humperdinck, so that was all I was thinking the whole time. I, I looked it up because I was like, Sarandon? Well, it must be Susan Sarandon's brother because they kind of look alike. They have like a siblings or dating thing. It's her ex husband. <laughs> siblings or ex husband? Siblings or ex husband. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yep, yep, but Humperdinck for, uh, you know, other other context. Yep. But um, so they've got Andy in a little, you know, 
two-way, one-way, we can't get into it, uh, observation mirror room. <laughs> and um, he's there with Chucky, and he keeps saying, Chucky did it. Chucky, Chucky, tell them what you did. Tell them. Mom comes in, and she says, Chucky, or Andy, you really have to, like, tell the truth now, because if you don't tell the truth, they're going to take you away from me. Horrible. And so he's trying to get Chucky. He's like, Chucky, say something. Say something. He's punching Chucky. Chucky won't say anything. And this uh, child psychologist on the other side of the mirror says, I think I've seen more than enough. I think we should take Andy with us for a couple of days. And we'll talk about it. But they bring him to child prison. Yeah. I, it's really insane. I was really shocked. But she's just like, oh, okay. It looks like fucking Shutter Island where they put nowhere. this kid. It's wild. Um, really crazy. They, so they, they take Andy away for a few days. And so we see the mom come home that night looking very upset. She's got the Chucky doll. She puts him on the couch in front of her and she's like, say something to me. Like, she's just like, let's see if you are really what my kid says you are. Of course, he just goes, hi, I'm Chucky and I'll be your friend to the end. And she's like, yeah, I knew it. Okay, great. Goes into the kitchen, picks up the box from the good guys doll that she never threw out and is like looking at it and just really a, a single mom at the end of her rope. And, uh, it's normal single mom stuff. And two batteries still pristinely wrapped in plastic drop from the box. And then what happens, Sammy? Oh, my God. She is shocked and stunned, as we all are. <laughs> we all are stunned. <laughs> what could this possibly mean? <laughs> and she seems to take it immediately like, oh, well, I guess it's all true. Where I'd be like, oh, it must have other batteries. Yeah. yeah. Batteries? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so she sees Chucky sitting on the living room table, goes out, slowly approaches, opens up that little battery compartment, and it is empty. His head swivels around one more time, scares her. Says, Hi, I'm Chucky. Want to play? She drops him, tumbles under the couch. <laughs> Very funny. But she's like a little tuck and roll. He just yeah. goes like <laughs> <laughs> And uh, she she picks him back up and is shaking him now, like, talk, talk. I know you can talk. Show me that you can talk. He's not talking now. So she turns on the fireplace and threatens to throw him in the fire. Mm -hmm. Says, talk or I'm going to throw you in the fire. And he <laughs> bursts to life. And His face goes from being like, to... <laughs> it's like, see, real, like the, the 11 people face. doing their work, you can see it. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he says, you stupid bitch, you filthy slut. Starts cursing at her. She screams, drops him. Obviously, it's very shocking. <laughs> it's very shocking. <laughs> it would be so shocking. Uh, yeah. But it gives him uh, enough time to check you away. Scuttles oh, away. He, he gets out of the house. He bites her. Oh, he bites her. <gasps> yes. He bites her arm. Big, Gross. nasty. Kind of looks like a Twilight bite, to be completely honest. Mm, gross, it doesn't gross. look good. Yeah. Not a vampire bite, a twilight bite. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she goes out, tries to go after him, but he gets away. So she tracks down uh, Detective Norris. Are we calling him Mike? Well, let's call him Mike. Let's call him Mike. Mike. First Mike. name basis. <laughs> Turtle Mike. She tracks down Mike and is frantic like Andy wasn't lying it's real Chucky's alive and he of course does not believe her either and she shows him the bite they're like does this look like I'm faking it he's like alright lady what is going on still not on board but it's clear that she's gonna pursue the truth and she's like fine I'm gonna go to the place the to the peddler I got it from and find out more information gets in a cab and drives away he kind of 
rolls his eyes. I must serve and protect. Yes, you know, that like, sort it's of a dangerous, thing. dangerous area. So he follows her there. And they track down the peddler and uh, he find out information that he got the doll from, you guessed it, the burned down toy store. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mike... It's like, well, that's where I killed Charles Lee Ray. And I feel like pretty quickly, Karen is like, so Charles Lee Ray is Chucky. Well, first, yeah, she, she puts two and two. But she also like, says, what? why didn't you tell me that? And it's like, <laughs> why would he tell it? It's completely irrelevant. Uh, you're strangers. Said. You're strangers. That's a different case. I, I didn't tell you everything about me. <laughs> said Charles Lee Ray. Yes, and so she's, she's like clocked it. I mean, yeah, she's gonna put that together. Yeah. A yeah. mother always knows. She's her yeah. intuition so strong. And he tells her that the lightning had struck the building, and so she's like, oh, there must have been some little voodoo spell. Hey, look, laugh all you want. She was right as hell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so now Mike is driving her home, and she's saying, did anything, did he, Charles Lee Ray, say anything to you that night? And, um, he says he said he was going to kill me and Eddie Caputo, <laughs> and he's already killed one of them. And so Karen is like, "Well, you're next. Obviously, you can't go home. It's not safe." And he disregards this. Is like, "All right, whatever. I need to go home and sleep. Get out." Drops her off at home. And sure enough, as he's driving home, a little silhouette of a doll (laughs) rises from the back seat and strangles him from behind with a little wire. And he's slamming on the gas as his decisions in this moment. I, I, I couldn't. Yeah, he's like, well, I'll just drive faster. (laughs) A really crazy decision, just flooring it as he's being absolutely flooring it. Then Chucky starts stabbing through the back of the seat and it's this very funny like physical comedy three stooges like ooh, ooh. He up through the up leg through the oh. like, he starts like poking his butt it's like no 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 and once again I'm like look this wouldn't be easy and maybe this is just only a thing that happens in television but I'm like open the door and roll out like get out of the car but he drives fast Faster and faster until finally he tries to hit the brake, but too late. Chucky crawled down there now. He's (laughs) stopping it and pressing the gas more. Car spins out of control, flips over, gets an accident. They're now upside down, and Mike gets out his gun, and Chucky attacks him with the knife, and Mike shoots him, flies backwards in slow motion. Chucky flies back so far. (laughs) And we cut away, so Mike seemingly got away that night. We see the next day, Karen is going to Charles Lee Ray's house to investigate further because Mike gave her the address. Yeah, he's doing a lot of things that I feel like a cop just simply shouldn't do, but... And yeah. Andy, it moves the story forward, you know? In, he's still in child prison, right? Yeah. Andy oh, he, oh Andy hasn't prison. been in child prison the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Great, great, great. Oh, yeah. He's there are bars prison. and everything, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so she's at this house, and it has all these paintings on the wall that look like voodoo, Satanic. like Satanic spells. There's something written on the wall, like, thank you for life after death. So uh, he's into some voodoo shit, which she suspects. Because <laughs> she's, she's got her. She's got her with the great, the best instincts. <laughs> and Mike shows up there as well, and now he believes her because he should. He, he's now fought Chucky, and 
he's pulled Charles Lee Ray's file and they find a lead, a guy that he hung out with a lot that's also painted on the wall of this place that is his voodoo teacher. Yeah, this was the part of the movie where I thought, uh-oh, um, I don't know where we're going to go here. And we sort of do okay. Um, but he does have a sort of guru-type figure that was painted on his wall that is, yeah, maybe our next lead of where to go find out more. Yeah, and so they say we need to beat Chucky there. Too late. Chucky's already there. Chucky confronts this guy. It's like a, a witch doctor, I guess. His name is John. And I said we'll call him John. <laughs> John the witch doctor, sure. That's right. And uh, he, John is very surprised to see Chucky as a doll and thinks he's an abomination and Chucky's saying, you know, you need to, I need to get out of this doll body. I don't want to be in this body forever. John tells him that the longer he stays in the body, the more human he gets because he's upset that he got shot and that it hurt. He's like, it really hurt when I got shot. Why did it hurt? I'm a doll. Great question, honestly. Yeah. And he's saying, you know, you should, uh, or you'll turn more human as it goes. And he's like, okay, tell me how to get out of the body. He says, no, I'm not going to tell you. And uh, so Chucky whips out a voodoo doll of John that John had. Why does someone have a voodoo doll of, of themselves? themselves? Great question. Laying around. And you know what? In this moment, I bet he's asking himself the same thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> not smart. And, and Chucky also says, like, you shouldn't have told me where you can <laughs> keep it. Where you hide your voodoo doll. <laughs> Another big mistake from John. <laughs> and so Chucky takes the voodoo doll, snaps the leg. This was, I thought, the most intense part of the movie. Yeah, it's pretty upsetting. John's like, like, fucking explode. It's like breaking <laughs> every... It's, it's exploding? <laughs> it, like, breaks in many directions. Yeah, it's, it's bad. It Yeah, it looks very painful. He's screaming in pain, saying, tell me how to get out of his body. Doesn't tell him, breaks the arm. Ow. Uh, and he's screaming in pain again. He's like, no, I'm still not going to tell you. Chucky pulls out a knife and is like, okay, well, I'm going to kill you. And so John says, okay, okay, I'll tell you. And he says, the only way to get out of the body is to do the same spell on the first person you revealed your true self to. And Chucky laughs and laughs and laughs and says, well, I've got a date with a six-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was really not expecting that line in this movie. Really no. caught me off guard. Hey, this movie is full of surprises. <laughs> yeah. Full of surprises. And, uh, but he still stabs the voodoo doll, and so he leaves John to bleed out. But Karen and Mike are close on, the, on their tails and, like, come in just after Chucky has left, but before John has died. And so John t is able to tell them you need to get I love to when it works out that way. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. just it's really to get nice. the crucial information you yeah. need. And so he tells them you've got to get to the child and that the only way to kill Chucky is through the heart, shoot him in the heart, which they it's really don't pay attention to that information later. No, yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot going on. Yeah, true. Where was he that's shot fair. earlier? Not through the heart. Uh, like the shoulder. Heart. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which if John Wick tells us anything, that's a fine place to be shot. Yeah. Oh, right, right, Easy right. peasy. <laughs> and so now we see we see Andy at the at, in his prison cell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, he's in a cell with bars. It's he is gray. He's I, honestly maybe I'm just remembering this. Way. I feel like he's got his little arms dangling out <laughs> the cell, just like waiting out his time. Oh, and he sees Chucky running 
running into the building like and and he's terrified and he's trying to get people's attention Chucky's coming he's coming here to kill me everyone thinks he's you know insane and they're trying to restrain him and he gets out of his room we see Chucky has made it into the building they are in this operating room and uh, the doctor now has caught up to Andy. Andy is really uh, giving a, a chilling performance. He, yeah, this and, is where he won me over. Yeah. <laughs> and he's so, so scared. And he's saying, he's going to kill me. He'll kill you, too. Doctor's about to sedate him, which we know will be very bad because Chucky's right there. But Chucky jumps out and puts the, like, electroshock helmet on the doctor and turns it on. Why is this in a child prison? Uh, yeah. this, uh, also, why is there an operating room in the child it's, prison? This is a bad place. This yeah, is not this a good is not place. Good. And Karen didn't even think twice about it. She's just like, oh yeah, She's whatever. Like, yeah, go ahead. They'll take him there, I guess. Yeah. And I don't remember her visiting once. No. <laughs> um, and so while this doctor is being electrocuted to death, which is also pretty gruesome. He's, like, bleeding from his mouth. His, his yeah, his, his whole face is, like, red and burned and crispy. bloody and, like, blood everywhere. It was bad. Yeah. They shouldn't be They shouldn't be allowed to exist, this no. helmet thing. No, no. no. Certainly it's not in a child Not prison. good. Not for children! <laughs> not for children. Uh, and, but while that's happening, it gives Andy a chance to get away, so he gets a little bit of a head start. Chucky pursues him soon after, and Karen and Mike once again arriving a little bit too late to try to get to Andy, see that he is no longer there. Karen says he's going to be home. I know he's going to go home. And we see Andy has gotten home first. He's doing his best to barricade the doors and keep oh, himself safe in this. <laughs> he's really he's independent. Really trying. He's really trying. He already made it all the way through the city. He can make his own breakfast. I mean, if anybody barricade. can handle Chucky, I think it's Andy. Yeah, yeah. He's really trying. And we see Chucky coming up the elevator, and uh, there's an older couple that are in the elevator with him. And someone says, oh, so the kid left their doll in here. And as they're getting out of the elevator, the woman's like, really ugly doll and the elevator's going up and Chucky says fuck you (laughs) Uh, and then Chucky gets in through the chimney into their apartment I honestly don't I don't he was going up the elevator when did he go out I don't know he gets in he gets gets in in this apartment building (laughs) I don't know I don't know but (laughs) yeah why could there be a chimney it goes through everybody's apartments they must just one chimney up (laughs) big fireplace um and uh so chucky gets in andy has a baseball bat he is gonna hit chucky as he walks up but he swings when chucky gets to him completely misses drops the baseball bat it it didn't work out for andy it seemed like he really had a plan but it uh, did not work out and so chucky (laughs) chucky gets the baseball bat and says, batter up, and smacks Andy over the head, knocks him unconscious, starts doing his spell. We see the lightning storm a Bruin, and Karen and Mike are arriving, see that as well, but they know that's bad from, from the toy store, and they arrive just in time to kick him off Andy, and all of these physical fights with Chucky are so funny. It's, it's like, just hold him. Just hold him, like, away. <laughs> I, I really thought the same thing. It's, I mean, I guess, okay, so, okay, one time, remember Theo got out, my youngest cat, and, and we grabbed him, and he was a kitten at this point. I mean, 
like smaller than this card. And and we grabbed him to bring him in, and he latched on um, to Joel's hand and like gave him like four steps. So I'm just, all of that's to say sometimes a small thing can be more intense yeah. than you expect. Yeah, and Chucky like is. And Chucky is fast. Yeah, hard to get a grip on. Them. He is fast, but they're like kicking him around. He's flying a little rag doll around. It's very funny. Uh, Mike goes in pursuit of Chucky while Karen's tending to Andy, and Chucky gets that baseball back, back and hits Mike unconscious now. And so Karen and Andy have a little face-off with Chucky where Karen gets him into the fireplace, and he's going absolutely apeshit, like, get me out of here. And so she's tried, like holding the grate closed to keep him in there, but then she can't reach the matches to light the fire. And so she calls to to Andy, Andy, get the the matches, and uh, he does, and he's walking up, and he's lighting the match, and Chucky turns to Andy, we're friends to the end, remember? I hate this, so manipulative. It's so manipulative. so manipulative, but Andy says, this is the end, friend. (gasps) Whoa, Andy, (laughs) I feel his ears. (laughs) It's pretty cool. Throws the match in, lights Chucky on fire. Chucky flies out of the fireplace fully on fire, rolls around like this whole house. Nothing else catches on fire. Nothing catches on Just fire. Just the actor I think inside. He's right. This is the actor who's actually on fire. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole rest of the house really this fireproof. Was, yeah, this is a, a fire purely attracted to human skin. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he burns to a crisp. He's and looks and, like, like melty because he's melty. a plasticky doll. He looks like. Tur- the Terminator, a little mini Terminator. He doesn't Terminator. <laughs> and they're like, well, he's dead, even though we've, you know, have been given this piece of information that there's only one way to kill him, but he does seem dead. I'll give him that. <laughs> he's not. He's not. Spoiler alert, he's not. Yeah, but dead. they leave him. Well, Karen leaves Andy with him and is like, I'll go tend to Mike. And uh, he comes back alive and is like chasing Andy with a knife now. Oh, and they yeah. have another little. Uh, fight and he's I mean, I mean, look. I, I get that this doll is fast. It's also three against one. I, 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 I really don't yeah. understand why they can't get a handle on this doll. It like does, thinking back, it doesn't make sense. But one of the, I mean, to be fair, three. One of them's a six-year-old. So and one is currently unconscious. It's yeah. kind of just okay. So it's one against one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A classic one against one. It, okay, fine. And so now Karen is uh, has the uh, the gun and is shooting Chucky. Shoots his head off first. Pretty good shot. I assume this lady hasn't really shot a lot of guns before. She's yeah. a pretty, a good pretty shot. small target. Pretty small target. Shoots his head off. Shoots his arm off. Shoots one of his legs off. He Not collapses. His Not his heart. Doesn't shoot him in the heart. Not his heart. But again, he looks lifeless, and they're like, "Phew, he's really dead this time." And. Uh, they go back into to, uh, Mike has woken up and they're coming together like oh it's all over uh, and his partner arrives and they're like it was real it was the doll the whole time <laughs> and his partner picks up the doll's head the Chucky head and is like this burned decapitated doll head ha ha you guys are crazy body comes back to life starts strangling the partner and he's able to fling him off Mike shoots him. Karen says, shoot him through the heart. 
and he shoots him through the heart. Big blood splatter, which we haven't seen any blood splatter in any of the other shots before. And so it seems like now Chucky is really dead. And the movie ends on a, a freeze frame of just Andy's little traumatized face staring. <laughs> I cannot believe the fact since we're, we're rarely in a visual environment, the end shot of the movie is this. It's just like... <laughs> and it really freeze frames for like 30 seconds! It's like the scaredest, most traumatized <laughs> like, little boy. Is it really credits over it, or is it just the frame? No, it's just the frame, and then it and goes then it to credits. And then it fades to black. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I thought our movie had frozen. I was like, nope, that's the end. All right, there we go. I loved it. <laughs> oh my god. Honestly, I did too. I, I really had a good time. It was fun. It's a, it's a franchise for a reason. It's fun. It's a franchise for it's a reason. It's way fun. It makes me want to watch the rest of them. I am in. I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to and um, Chucky has luckily great there's great you know, one-liners. Great, great one-liners. I just Chucky's want to know funny. I'm a fan, and I think I, I think know. it's a manageable one for people who are scared. What do you yeah. think? Oh, definitely. It's like more Especially comedy than in, horror. In this one, you don't see a lot of the violence, like the hammer throwing and stuff. That all you just like see it from the other end because I think that would have been hard to execute, like getting a little doll to do that kind of stuff. So, and it's mainly just it is really funny and um, confusing about the way children were treated, generally speaking, in the eighties. Um, maybe the later ones sort of clear that up for me. <laughs> but I don't I have a lot of faith in the 90s for doing it better. So I guess we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. The scariest part was the child prison. That You're was right. definitely the t- most. And the look, concept. there were other children there. Like, they're still there, as far as we know. <laughs> Nobody picked up those other kids. So yeah, that's that could have its own horror movie, oh probably. Oh, my God. I'm so happy I know about this movie now, you guys. This is, yeah, Thank this you. is like such a, it feels like a really... A crucial one that it's taken us a while to get to, and now we've done it. Yeah, now we've done it. Now we have seven more. Just seven to more do. and a TV series. And a TV series. That's nothing. We got that in the bag. Yeah, I can't wait. What's Chucky gonna do next? <laughs> what will he do next? We got Bride of Chucky. We got Seed of Bride Chucky. Bride of Chucky. He gets married. Yes, I feel like I remember. Okay. I did not know we had a rom com in the franchise. I'm telling you, I'm gonna watch the rest of them. I'm really excited. Well, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah I'm a fan. Great. It was great. I have like no, no like no notes at all. <laughs> no notes. <laughs> a perfect <laughs> film. We did it. Tell. Great yeah. job, Tom Holland, the actor in his twenties. <laughs> <laughs> he is he, the man can do it all. Really? Yeah, what can't he the do? man can do it all. Hey, uh, clap if you had a good time. <laughs> Thank you so very much for coming. Um, that's all we got. That's it for us. We're yeah. Um, you can if you are not familiar with our podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at TSDW Podcast. And if you are familiar with us, then cool. Cool. Thanks. Thanks so much. Hey, have a great Comic Con! Thank you, my friends, for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you had fun hanging with us, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at TSDW Podcast. And if you're interested in things like bonus episodes, video, trailer reactions, and other cool content, head on over to patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast. 
All right, we love you all forever and ever, starting a while ago and continuing into eternity. Adios. That was a HeadGum Podcast.